0: Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. Back. You, wow, I'm not so, doing the scream. What a, what a, what character development <laughs> this episode. I'm
1: sorry. I, I, I just, uh, I just don't. My, my larynx are just like, no, not today. This week we talked about Alabama. They're not. Good at killing people, and maybe they
0: should stop right. doing that. Maybe state-sponsored violence isn't good or okay. Um, there was a thing with Dark Brandon. He was like, "Fuck you, unions! I'm, I hate you." Uh, but we did not cover it. Okay, we gave no information and no Nothing. commentary on it. So don't even Heartly... ask. Don't even. Don't. Don't even. Don't even. Okay. And this this week, this for the movie we watched. We watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Um, exactly. I I really I feel expected. bad for expecting so little, but it was it was actually decent. Infinitely better than Jesus yeah. Christ Vampire Hunter. Out of the yeah. two <laughs> movies about uh, his historical figures hunting vampires, it's it's uh, the best one. I would say. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so uh, anyway. <sighs> uh, Follow me on social media. Don't follow Gavin anywhere. Don't follow me. Stop it. it. Please. Come on, man. Have some dignity. Stop
1: asking about it, too. Right. Like, Like, it's not going to happen. Knocking on my window, knocking on my door, trying to get in this butthole. Yeah. Anyway,
0: share the show with a friend. Tweet our clips, tweet our episodes, our clips channel is in the description. Leave a comment, but only if it's nice. Nice Mm -hmm. comments only. And leave us a review if it's positive. If not, we will cry. And we don't yes. want it. We don't want to have to deal with that. I will cry and nuke your house at yeah. the same time. Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Yeah. Turn on automatic downloads. You want to get into it? Let's hop on let's
1: into this, let's... pussy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ah! <laughs>
1: I'm just a
0: weirdo. Yeah. 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 Gavin's just yeah. a moron.
1: Yeah, that is a true statement. <laughs> I'm not. I would not. If anyone was like, hey, we did a research paper and we proved that you're a moron, I would sign it. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: anyway, uh, we are anyway. limited on time. So I will. I here? The, this news minute will be a choose your own adventure. So All right. do you want to cover the fall of Dark Brandon or do you want to uh, do you want to talk about Alabama pausing executions because of three botched um,
1: lethal injections? I kind of want to talk about the fall. Actually, no. Let's do let's do Alabama. Let's do Alabama. Okay, it is did about turned out that it is did, about state
0: sponsored that- murder, but it is somehow yeah. the lighter of the two topics.
1: Wow, is it? What was the other one about the the railroad strike thing? Yeah. Okay, I don't find that to be a fall of dark Brandon though. Well, okay, so
0: this will be like my 30 second spark notes version of what I was going to talk about. (laughs) Basically, um, like the the railroad, um, the railroad companies and the White House negotiated like a tentative agreement like a few months ago. Right. Um, And it had like some good stuff. It wasn't really, you know, enough for the railroad workers. Cause like it included one single paid sick day or not even a paid sick day, just a paid personal day per year and no paid time off for like sick days and like hospital visits or anything. Um, you know, it had some good things, but it, it's just not enough. And it just seemed really hasty for Biden to like seemingly just immediately side with the companies who have way more power than the workers and it kind of kneecaps any leverage that the workers would have that's that's a big point and that's fair i and was gonna i was gonna cap it off with like i realize there are reasons he did it however i don't agree with those reasons because like it just it, it kind of just comes down to like it would be hard to give the workers what they want so we're not gonna try
1: and like it's also in the backdrop of a potential economic recession so like i you know the 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 consequences of not making. The, I like how we're just like let's do Alabama and then immediately talking yeah. about this Doug Brandon thing. Um, well, this is just the spark notes version, right? Um, the consequences of not making the deal, even if it's tentative, are significantly worse than um if you made some sort of deal,
0: right? Well, um, I, I did. You know, respond to that point in my notes. Um, basically, like how I see it is like. Uh, doesn't, doesn't that kind of prove the workers' point that they are very important for the economy and therefore right. they deserve better benefits? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like if no if, doubt- if it's such a big deal if they strike, maybe the railroad companies should like
1: meet them, you know, meet their demands. Right, right. And, you know, given the the importantness of this um situation, I don't have any doubt that that President Biden is like talking to unions himself and being like, hey, I know. I trust me. I know. I know. I know. But but yeah. well, everything that I've I mean, I, I've read like a
0: couple articles just, um, you know, preparing for that segment. And it seems like, yeah, he is going around saying like, yeah, I know this kind of sucks, but hey, I, I couldn't do anything like just, you know, it would be hard. So we're not going to do it like it would be hard. So I'm just going to kneecap the unions, and by the way the um I, I looked at like the both articles that i looked at um cited that eight out of 12 railroad unions signed on to the deal however the four that didn't sign on to the deal represent more than half of the workers so this isn't even wow. like something that a majority
1: of the workers agreed to it's just being well, imposed also, on them um and those are that entire count. Is based off of union workers, not just workers. Yeah. Because um if you're not sorry, I was eating a biscoff cookie and it oh so good. <laughs> anyway. So like yeah, I get it if if um that that eight number, eight of twelve workers, it's like, yeah, those are people that are in the union. The other four weren't in the union.
0: No, no, like, eight yeah. so eight of the so there were twelve unions that were okay. like at the table. Um, eight of them agreed to it but the four that didn't agree to it like the like the number of workers in the four Mm -hmm. unions outweighs the number of workers in the other
1: eight okay yeah and that's just kind of how bureaucracy works too that kind of that kind of sucks in the sense that they're like we're not going off of population of workers we're going off of the the
0: Right. Well, that, was, that was a tentative
1: unions. agreement.
0: And from everything right. that I've seen, not just reading the two articles, but, you know, like listening to other people's coverage of it. Like there is a whole like process with union negotiations. Like there's yeah. multiple like um, levels, like multiple levels. Yeah. There's the like the tentative agreement. The and then they kind of work off of that and add things, maybe subtract things like there is a process mm-hmm. and there are like multiple steps and they were at like step one. And, you know, yeah. there are other strikes, there are other steps like maybe going on strike and, you know, using your leverage to like to, to get what you want in the contract. Right. But right. the Biden administration just kind of cut it off at step one and said, no, you're not allowed to strike and you're not allowed to use your leverage to get what you want. And if you do, you have no protections. Yeah. So anyway, that's all to say we are <sighs> not covering the railroad strike.
1: Well, and, okay, yeah. That's all, to, that's all to say we are <laughs> not doing that segment. It reminds me of that one Ronald Reagan quote that goes, I, I will hate not use you. my... That, that, that and, Ronald Reagan quote. That one and... Um, I hate the poor black people and hippies. I will not use my... my um, um, I will not use my competitor's uh, youth and inexperience as a talking point in this debate. Because, okay, the whole thing was he was running against someone who was saying that he was, like, too old to be president, which is arguably fair. Um, yeah. And um, Ronald Reagan said, I won't use, for political reasons, my competitor's youth and inexperience as a talking point. <laughs> it's funny. It's a, it's a cool quote and all, but Say I... Say what you will, <laughs> but that
0: was funny. It's a Yeah, it's a cute quote and all. But I, I I feel like and like it is a nuanced conversation, like, hey, should there be age limits for, uh, you know, congressmen or presidents or anything like that? Like, it, it's a nuanced conversation. But I, I do agree with the take to an extent that uh, if you're too old to know how a phone works, maybe you shouldn't be regulating big tech.
1: Or I don't know. Um, maybe if you have Alzheimer's. Yeah, that too. Yeah, if you have
0: medically diagnosed dementia, like I I think um, uh, Dianne Feinstein that like, you know, 110 year old fossil in Congress. Mm -hmm.
1: um,
0: She I I I don't know. I don't follow her, um, you know, to that extent. But I I have heard that she like actually has uh, like non hyperbolic uh, dementia. That's great. Like, that is a medical reality that she lives with. It is not a talking point. It's just a medical condition. Man, you sound condition. very ableist. You know, look, physical disabilities should not affect uh, your ability to run for Congress or be in Congress. Um, but if you cannot remember what you're voting on,
1: should we have you voting on it? She's eighty nine years old, and she's still a senator. Hmm. Yep. Which is also ageist and um to to make an inference <sighs> look, of like you're eighty nine, ageist and ableist. Look, I haven't seen
0: Hamilton in a long time, but I know that there's like a famous quote from from the show. It's like you know, legacy or whatever is about planting trees for a future oh, no, no, no. that you won't like, see. No, no, I know
1: it. I know it verbatim. Legacy. What is a legacy? It's planning shit. Um, Yeah, I know uh, it. I know
0: it verbatim. But it's about planning a tree and you don't see the tree, but your kids get the tree. But it's like she's barely witnessing the seed of that tree. She doesn't even remember that there is a tree.
1: I think at this point she's kind of seen the tree that (laughs) was supposed to take like a century to come to fruition. She remembers
0: the tree from Hamilton.
1: Right. That that the the tree that killed Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, no, the one thing that I know, like like one of like the few stories that I remember specifically about Diane Feinstein is when like a bunch of like kids, you know, were, you know, doing a project. It was like, hey, let's, you know, talk to our senator about environmentalism, like because we're going to inherit this earth that is being scorched. And, and was she, like, like a big dick? So they came, like, t- I th- to her office or something, and it was a bunch of, like, you know, like, six to eight-year-old children. Like, these were young kids, and they had yeah. signs, like, save the earth or whatever, and they were like, Miss Feinstein, you know, you work with fossil fuel companies, and, you know, we ask that you... You know, nah. you not know, respect the will of the people and not do the bidding of, of oil companies and all that. And, you know, you know, will you support the Green New Deal? And she was like, look, they give me a lot of money. They give me so much fucking money. So you need to go home and you need to uh, you need to forget that you saw me today. I need you to go home and just forget that you are going to inherit a ruined earth because this is just how politics works it's you know It's she so basically cool told them
1: it. to go fuck themselves i love that i love that i love that because okay i don't love that that is my point because um, fuck you it is your job first to take yeah. care of your constituents and give yeah. them adequate answers to their questions yeah, and these were children, by the way. All she had to do yeah. was say, oh, I'm so proud of you for
0: getting involved, and I will do everything I can to support your future. But instead, she just w- She didn't even put on the mask. She was full mask off, like, no, I hate you, and I, I think that your life uh, should be sacrificed to line my pockets. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's all to say yeah. we are not covering the, uh, the railroad stuff. Indeed yeah so anyway, uh the Alabama Governor is asking for a pause on executions because uh they turns
1: out they're all his cousin, and he didn't have his way with them.
0: yeah, yeah, he was like, we had so much unfinished business um no, like they're just uh, apparently bad at killing people, so there were uh well, this is what the article says uh it was the state's second failed lethal injection in two months and the third since 2018 that's awesome and this isn't like a unique thing like there's uh, like a a significant number of executions that just like they couldn't find a vein or like the drug didn't like set in right and like the person's like still awake and like in pain some have been like called off mid-execution just because it's not working like it, it's just just fucked um i was listening to a kyle Kolinsky's segment on this particular story and he's brought this up with other stories regarding like lethal injection Um, apparently like we used to get uh like a drug cocktail from a company that operated out of europe but i think off the top of my head i'm just remembering uh i think since like the 70s they were like hey europe doesn't really do um you know, the death penalty anymore. So we're going to kind
1: of stop operating. it be funny if they are like, yo, listen, this is a fertilizer. Why are you <laughs> injecting it into <laughs> the fuck you do it? You're killing your- what? So no.
0: since we are one of the very few countries that still does executions, um, we've had to like use domestically produced drugs
1: that just do not work as well. Um, so, you know, it's funny. We can kill people with the lack of insulin, Right. But we can't kill people when we actually fucking try.
0: Yeah. No, we're we're bad at keeping people alive and killing people. How wild is yeah. that?
1: But America's that. number one. are number No, we're number one at, at trying at, at, at badly trying and attempting to kill people. And, and we're keeping one them alive. And keep it, and we're number one at failure to keep them alive if they're diabetic.
0: Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, so And we're not even good at killing people, Um, but also maybe this should be taken as a hint that the state shouldn't be killing people. If like the the manufacturer is like, hey, you know, the, the place that we're operating out of has kind of evolved past this archaic form of punishment. Like maybe instead of fighting tooth and nail to keep it going, maybe just maybe don't. Like, I don't know what your your thoughts are on the death penalty in general, but I, I just
1: so I, like, I don't think the state should kill people. So, like, yeah, I don't think they should either, but there are some cases where, like, I don't know, there, there are some cases where the person's, like, black, and uh, I'm joking. That's <laughs> a joke. I'm completely 100% joking. Uh, <laughs> but that is what some... some people will say.
0: That is, right. that is the
1: Tucker Carlson take. Exactly. There are some cases where like the person is clearly like a psychopath, and no amount of punishment will actually no amount of rehabilitation, no amount of like anything will will keep them from murdering or something now yeah well keeping them small, in jail will keep them from murdering people, right, but it costs a lot of money, yeah. It costs a lot of money. Yeah, we just, we should kill people because it costs too much
0: money to keep them alive. Yeah. I I don't, I don't think that's, I think, I I think that's a really like,
1: okay, let me, let me get to the the crux of my argument. I don't, I don't agree with capital punishment. I think it's dumb because on a matter of principle, why is the state allowed to do something that the citizens can't?
0: Yeah. Like, I, I think there are situations where like the state, like, could kill people. Like, like if someone like is threatening other people's lives, and they need to like send someone in to take out the the person threatening people's lives. Like, I understand that. Like, if you are like in the field, oh yeah, like emergency like, I get that. stuff. Like, but if, yeah. Okay. If you have the person contained and they are no material threat to anyone, then there's no real reason to kill them other than you're really mad at them, and that's the only reason that I've seen people present like there there are two like, um you know, calling back to Kyle kolinsky, like his take is like, yeah, you know, some people like like four percent of the time we kill the wrong people, like we just mm-hmm. some percentage of the time we kill innocent people on death row, right. um due to, to a combination of reasons, and that's why he's against it, but like, just on the principle of it, he's for killing, like you said, people that are just really like you know too far gone or whatever. But I just, and I don't also, like, agree with the principle of that. Like, I think that question. stems from anger. And I think it right. It really shows, like, it is a symptom of a barbaric state if people get killed right. just because people are mad at them.
1: And, um, you know, to that point, too, who decides whether or not someone is too far gone to? Yeah. Like, who is, who, what measure of that? Like, are, are we going off of Ted Bundy? Or are we, what, like, what is our measuring stick here because there will be some people, uh, mostly professional people who are like in psychology. who are like, N- no, no, we can try to figure out how to treat them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cause inherently as people, they have worth and value and we should try to help them. Um, which to your point too, that just kind of lays bare the fact that the death penalty is more based on people being angry. Yeah. You know, um, which I get even like when I was taking a criminal justice class, the the teacher of that class was the chief of police and he was against the death penalty.
0: Yeah, it's just like on a philosophical level, like there's a bit more room for argument, but just on a philosophical level, I don't agree with the concept of the state killing people that are of no threat anymore, Um, but also just on a practical level. I don't know if you watched the thing that I sent you, uh, I think last week, but yeah,
1: that was really hot with the, they, they were eating the, no, the, the, the other thing
0: of, oh, about oh, how oh. I think it was the Supreme court. They decided that innocence isn't enough to get you off of death row. Yeah. Yeah. There was someone on death row who was proven innocent, but they were still scheduled to be executed, um, because of some like procedural issue. And the Supreme court was just like, yeah, fuck them. So, you know, on a practical level, one, you know, roughly 4% of the time that we just kill the wrong people. And two, um, our institutions are run by very flawed people who will just choose to kill people just out of either incompetency or malice.
1: I forget why. Um, so like you said,
0: very flawed people, they, they just hate you yeah no that's that's that was my like charitable way of putting it people that hate you run our institutions they just hate you yeah that i mean that's that's pretty much the long and short of it um i will also uh, might i remind the court and i brought this up in one of my videos that i made last year um you know the when i mentioned it in the video it was in the context of like should superheroes kill people which is surprisingly still a debate um but people seem to think that comic books are reality. And what right. I mean by that is they think that, like, you know, the Joker breaking out of Arkham Asylum and holding a bank hostage, like, is a real thing that happens. And it just doesn't. People generally do not escape prison. And when they do, and they, they do not go on to do, like, literally nine eleven, Right. So, like... That being a, a threat, um, that, that that
1: isn't real. It'd be really funny if the Joker left, um, like, Arkham. Not like, Ar- like, like, Gotham, sorry. Left uh, fucking Gotham and then went to, like, Texas and did whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> just you, like, know, you, you kind of blend right in there. Like, yeah, we also love guns and, and we hate people. What? The liberty is in this. In this state, a lot more than Gotham would have provided. <laughs> um, what, you're actually going to kill me if I do something bad?
0: The last thing that I will bring up with the whole death penalty thing is we do have a constitutional rule against cruel and unu- unusual punishment. And right. I, I, if I may be so bold as to say, uh, killing, oh, he ending. He said it. I said the thing. Ending a person's life should constitute cruel and or unusual. You know what I said to that, Alex? What? Yeah! <laughs> hold on, hold on. Ah! Yeah!
1: You see, and the, the person who, the, sorry, the people who decide whether or not that is cruel and unusual also hate you. Yeah. Yeah, so, are, are, also, also hate you, and, and if they're given the decision to allow a 12-year-old to abort, uh their 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 babe their their pregnancy uh because their dad raped them they'll say no Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's like how you were cruel and unusual i don't think they're the authority
0: to go to yeah it's like what you were joking about earlier like yeah i don't believe in the death penalty but some people are black like that is like literally like legitimately some people's take and a lot of those people are in the government and right like they won't out come out and i mean some of them will but a lot of them will not come out and say like yeah we should just kill uh, minorities but i mean that's reflected in what they believe in policy wise right so maybe um no one has the right to decide who lives and who dies mm-hmm. if it can be helped again like if someone is holding people hostage and the only option is to like you know subdue them or kill them like i like i will not lose sleep over that but that is when you have burned through all other options lobotomize them <laughs> but like if you have JK. them in custody no, but there is no reason to kill them other than you're angry at them and like you don't want to spend money which like if I really don't want to get into the realm of boiling people's lives down to a dollar value.
1: What? Wait, you don't want to go back to pre eighteen sixties? Look, <laughs> look. I, I just I don't about? I don't like the uh, the argument
0: that like oh it's too expensive to keep prisoners alive. Like, should we just execute every prisoner then? If that's what it's about. If it's about money, yeah. why don't we just kill every person that's that has uh, life in prison? Yeah. Why don't we just put them all yeah. on a colony island? That would cost no. That would only cost the money that it would take to transport them.
1: The United States has twenty five percent of the world's um, prison population.
0: Yeah, and what like f- I, I want to say five percent, but that might not be correct. But like a lower. Uh, percentage of the population. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's a slippery slope when you talk about like, yeah, we should kill some prisoners because it's too expensive to keep them alive. Like that is an incredibly slippery slope and it can get to some very ugly, dangerous territory.
1: They're too dangerous to be left alive. (laughs) Anyway. (sighs) So we watched a movie this week. Dude, we watched a movie and it it was all it was okay it was okay i
0: thought i thought it was pretty good um i i was kind of gushing about it
1: over the phone what did you think about it i thought i thought it was okay it was okay um i mean know it being like a huge political nerd who has watched multiple documentaries about abraham lincoln by the way we watched abraham like, lincoln vampire hunter vampire hunter um i find it funny that like like yeah, they would just let him like melt down all the silver and go on a train with him and two of his buddies. Yeah, to allegedly, I guess, ambush vampires. Well, was the Secret Service around at that point? You know, that's a, actually. I think that the morning that Abraham Lincoln signed the Secret Service into into law, he was assassinated. Jesus. <laughs> so.
0: Speaking of that, though, at the end of the movie, um, Mary Todd Lincoln is like, Abe, come on, get in the carriage. We're gonna be We're late going for to the, miss theater. the theater. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that felt like? There's so there's a movie, and I like obviously it's like a little different because you know how Abraham Lincoln's story ends, but it reminds me of the movie Remember Me. It has Robert Pattinson and some other lady in it. And it's like uh like a romantic, like it's oh, either a romantic comedy or a romantic Center? drama. What was that? Is that when he's in the World Trade Center? Yeah. So it's like an entire like romantic story. And at the end of the movie, Robert Pattinson is at work. And you the camera pulls out. And it's revealed that he is in the World Trade Center on the morning of September 11th, 2001. And it is not part of the plot. It doesn't tie into anything. That's just how the movie ends. <laughs> what <laughs> like that's the, i felt a little bit of that when mary todd lincoln is like abe come on we're gonna be late for well, the like, theater
1: no we all know what's gonna happen also right? we just
0: assume that that's the theater they're going to like they only went to the theater one time could have been another thing
1: right i mean i i mean you know it turns out he also went to the theater um on Monday, before the Monday before that happened, so that could have been what they were referencing. Abe, um, get in the carriage, we're gonna be late for the theater. We only have
0: two shows that we're going to this week this one and another the ass- one on Thursday.
1: Yes, the assassinate the, the the person who's gonna assassinate he only has two bullets. <laughs> Used yeah, if he doesn't make it Monday. this time, yeah. Um, I, I like how the vampire too is like, Abe, Abraham, Abraham. Let me turn you, and we can work We can work forever to make the world a better place. I kind of wish and that he, they went through with that. That would have been really funny. Just to commit uh, to
0: how ahistorical it is.
1: Right. No, it just becomes an alternate history. Like, what yeah. if vampires were actually a subspecies, a human?
0: Um, well, like, at the end of the movie, um, Dominic Cooper's character, the vampire guy, he's, like you know, it, it, reflecting earlier in the movie when Abe is like drinking at the bar and he's going to kill the guy. And he's like, when I see a man drink this much, he either wants to kiss a girl or kill a man. So which is it? And he does that at like a modern day bar. And like, I, I really, really wanted, I, I really wanted it to end with like, a oh, man, either wants to kill a girl or kiss a man. So which is it? Obama. <laughs>
1: That would have been hilarious. I would have loved to see that. Can we get just like a whole
0: cinematic universe? Like when a guy wants to kiss a girl, he kills a man. So which is it? John F. Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually Um, they start running out of good presidents. So it's, it's like when a man drinks, he wants to kill his wife. So which is it? Uh, Andrew
1: Jackson <laughs> Andrew Jackson or like it's just like the next one is like Donald Trump yeah and he's he, like, like it's just like I figure like 200 years
0: into the country's history like he's gotta get just tired of this like when a man kills a woman he wants to kiss a man so which <laughs> is it <laughs> just- so, so which is it Donald Trump <laughs>
1: When a man kills a kiss, he either wants to man a woman, and woman a man. So what is it? So, so what is it? And it's like Donald Trump just, like, taking a shot of whiskey, and he slaps him on the back, and a fucking gun drops off, and he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the shot now.
0: What if, What if he starts, like, branching out to other countries? Also, by the way, I like to imagine that when you become a vampire, you just, like, stop metabolizing so he gets progressively drunker like each and every encounter (laughs) (laughs) so he's like (laughs) when a girl kisses a man she kills she she um she which is it (laughs) queen elizabeth (laughs) the (laughs) second
1: and she's just like how did you get in my bedroom (laughs) Who are you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. One thing that I love about this movie <laughs> is how like... What like it's ridiculous. Like it is like funny. Like I have laughed out loud so at many moments just because they go so hard unashamedly. Um, but I love how seriously it takes it. It's the same thing that I've said about other things. You know, Christian Anne Hole, Robert Pattinson, yada yeah. yada. But they play it like Shakespeare.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They play it one hundred percent straight. Like I, I, I said this on the phone. If you didn't know that vampires weren't real, you would think that this is a straight biopic.
1: Right exactly and it is I, so you know, badass i
0: love all like the slow-mo stuff right just the idea of abraham lincoln hunting vampires with a silver tipped axe is oh, so yeah and that's
1: just like his hobby
0: yeah like he's doing politics but uh, you know by night he is hunting vampires just like it like it feels like a rick and morty premise kind of but
1: like it's it, oh, yeah. it just
0: it goes so hard
1: it's so great i love you know i was kind of hoping that the first vampire he killed uh like after he killed him, I was kind of hoping he would like have that that uh that cliche where he looks behind him and he sees the hat and he goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that hat. I'm gonna take the, I'm yeah, gonna take this hat. No, I wish that they, yeah,
0: and yeah, they should the have soloed his hat. hat.
1: Right, like that's how he he murdered a vampire. The first vampire he murdered and he stole the hat.
0: Yeah, it was annoying when Solo did it, and it was annoying when Black Widow did it. The whole like this is actually the backstory for the outfit that you've never thought about once. But now like the fifth time, the sixth time, like each time I see it in a movie, it just gets progressively funnier to me.
1: Right? No. And I love how in this movie it's so obtuse that it's like, I'm like cheering it on. Like, yeah, come on. Look at the hat. Look at the hat. Take the hat. Yeah. You know, you want it. Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) By the
0: way, uh, like, were hats just made out of steel back then? Because, like,
1: yeah, how did she stand on yeah, that? Yeah, how did A- she so, stand
0: on that? Abe, like, walked uh, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln home and she, like, stood on his hat to, like, be as tall as him or whatever. And I was like, what, It what is it? Like, that's, she's going to fall. Like, it's going to collapse. Gonna and collapse. it just didn't. She stood on it. So, like, either she weighs two pounds or that hat is made of adamantium
1: she's like i run on coffee and heroin
0: (laughs) yeah by the way i love it it kind of it kind of relates to the soloing thing like soloing his hat but they like movies like this like they kind of like do the forrest gump thing where it's like oh hey there elvis you know yeah like i i was hoping so hard that they would, like, run into um, Harriet Tubman. (laughs) Or, like, Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, and then they did uh, work with Harriet Tubman, and I just, like, by the way, uh, the movie Harriet, if you haven't seen it, um, she doesn't hunt vampires, but it does present Harriet Tubman as an absolute, like, psychic badass. Uh, Yeah. So, just side recommendation, but, like, you know, like, when they introduce, like, you know, this, this young, beautiful woman walks into the store that Abe is running. Like, I was like, oh, she's going to be like, hi there, Abraham Lincoln. I am Mary Todd Lincoln. Even
1: and though then, they're not
0: married yet. Yeah. <laughs> like like I, I am Mary Todd Lincoln. He's I, like, what? I expect. <laughs> what do you? Hey, maybe for the time, maybe we could have been cousins. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, Actually, yeah, just, probably. They probably were. I'm yeah. not going to lie.
0: No, I, I just love it when movies like, like like period pieces especially ones like this where they just present historical figures like hunting vampires and stuff like i love it when they're like hi there i am historical figure
1: right i just i love it i think it'd be great if like if 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 lincoln was just a bit more like in the script like in the historical time and everyone else was just kind of like more in a biopic mode yeah she's she's just like Hi there. I am Mary Todd Lincoln, and he's just like. Doesn't your family own slaves? Doesn't like your family own <laughs> slaves? Also, how 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 do you have my last? Are we related? Yeah. Like, um, do I know, How do I know you? Yeah. How am I like? You're you're beautiful. Don't be wrong. But like, how yeah. do I? Anyway, I hunt vampires. <laughs> yes,
0: that's another <laughs> thing that I love. Um, uh, early Spider-Man comics did this too, where like. You know, Peter, like, walks into the Daily Bugle office and Betty Brandt, the secretary, is like, hey, how do you get all these pictures of Spider-Man and all the villains and stuff? And he's like, well, to tell you the truth, I am secretly Spider-Man. And I take all of these pictures of myself with a camera that I put on my belt. And she's like, I oh, Peter, you Joker. Band. And the same thing happens in this movie. Mary Todd Lincoln right. is like what are what secrets are you hiding abraham lincoln what are what are you why why are you always so tired and why do you have blood on your face and he's like
1: why did no not every blood on his like black viscous yeah sludge on your face and clothes (laughs) where did that come yeah why are you
0: drenched in black sludge and he's like well to tell you the truth mary todd lincoln i uh secretly hunt vampires at night she's like oh abraham lincoln you jokester i love it like it's on the back it is a total trope like it is overdone but i still love it each and every time it happens
1: i think it'd be great if like she just assumes that he runs like i know oil wasn't as big as a deal back then but like she just assumes that he runs like an oil pump yeah trying to get petroleum (laughs) out of the ground right yeah and she just thinks it's like a side hustle that he's just like he's just waiting to like surprise her with and she's just like Oh, I know he's working on the oil. Rigs. This'll
0: pair great with my legacy of slavery in the family. Which right. is a real thing.
1: Yes. Yeah. Kind of yeah. whitewash that, don't Tom they? Tom Brady Tom Brady has a legacy of, of of slavery in his family as well. She Yeah. He also did the like my uh you know that show on PBS? It's like my ancestry or my ancestry oh, yeah. or something? My mom loves that um, show. He did- yeah it's actually really interesting but like um tom brady did that and he asked them to leave that bit out
0: oh yeah i've heard that some celebrities will do that because it seems like every episode like depending on the celebrity's race it is always either like hey your family owned a lot of slaves or your family was owned by you know this family here right
1: right and like especially someone it's in like Tom like Brady's position of
0: slavery and oppression in this country. What?
1: Wow. it's, you know, it's almost like it, even someone in Tom Brady's position, like you could air that and then be like, Oh wow. I, I didn't know that I need to reach out to these families and make sure that they are okay and have everything mm-hmm. that they need because I owe them that. Yeah. Cause he As is a like multi- a multimillionaire, multimillionaire quarterback. Yeah.
0: Like he, his, his family has built generational wealth, uh, based off of stolen labor, and he has built his personal wealth off of playing a, a sports game. Which, not to belittle that, but like there are more difficult things to be a millionaire for, and maybe like you should give a little bit of that back to the generations of right. people that you've built your your family's
1: uh, wealth preface off this, of. Preface this I want to say I'm joking 100%. One hundred percent. I'm joking Jesus, in this. What are you
0: gonna say? What's, what's,
1: it's just like it turns out he's a slaveholder, and like one of the slaves was like Obama's like <laughs> family. Jesus. And he's like, he's like, "Hi, Mr. President." Um. So. Oops. Oops! Yikes! <laughs> she- so yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Um. Here's some brownies actually no sorry here never mind here here are some here's here's some um what are they uh uh um rice crispy treats because brownies are kind of
0: yeah i don't want it i don't want it to sound like a race
1: thing i don't want it to, here's some rice crispy treats uh, wait no they're too no, these white are, these hold are on, white me, yeah
0: these um here's th- hold on. um here's uh here's ten thousand i got you some
1: zebra cakes here are some zebra cakes all the kids love them
0: <laughs> yeah. see they're black and white
1: See, they're mixed together, black and white,
0: just like this country. It is a, a melting pot, just like this beautiful country. Here's here's ten thousand dollars. Still, I feel like I have botched this interaction.
1: Should I send this to your CPAC, or would you prefer <laughs> I give it to you personally? Yeah, should I send
0: this to CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference? <sighs> Fuck.
1: Yeah. Good point. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I should think know he'd more agree about that. that. I don't think he would either. I think he'd be like, uh. Uh, first off i'm a former president uh anyway
0: yeah anyway before we get to final verdicts on the movie um i will oh
1: wait wait wait. oh wait wait when she oh that one scene when the lady vampire gets killed and she fires the gun at her fucking head and the little sword is there the little sword
0: yeah that's why i say this movie goes hard so like especially damn. dude when he like gets thr- Something happens with the axe He like gets thrown the axe or something And he like catches it and it turns into a gun I was yeah. like I was like cheering Like that That was pretty badass. Like the movie just is awesome Like and it just like It tickles a part after, of my brain That loves like slow-mo Like dumb action stuff
1: And the day after he does the The Gate burger, Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So Dude, I gone.
1: The day after he does the Gettysburg address Dude, e- yeah, even the speeches Felt badass Like, I don't, okay, sorry, I'm a person Who's actually like, I've actually done Research on yeah. these speeches I actually did my own research I actually did my own research on Infowars um, <laughs> And uh, I'm sorry, the speeches, like Abraham Lincoln, from everyone who's worked With him, did not speak like that Yeah it wasn't something that he got on stage <laughs> and would talk like this yeah, with I'd, a piece of paper in his hand.
0: I thought it was yeah. He do, he really talks like Aaron Sorkin in in, in his speeches. Right. Um, no, I I felt I thought like it was really goofy when he was like doing his first speech. You know, where he was standing on the box or whatever in the town square and he was doing the politician point. He was like doing the closed fist thumb point like
1: that. It just. I, you know what this is you know what it's a turtle it's a little <laughs> yeah. turtle It's that's what I'm doing I'm not being a politician it's just a little turtle I, just, like, I hate turtle. the
0: politician point and I hate that they had him do it in the movie
1: right right and um, so like okay I just to be a little historian here just uh, briefly um, Abraham Lincoln was very quiet and was also had a very high pitched voice for being such a large man <laughs> but um. No, I'm just
0: picturing was, him like talking like a mouse, right? Like he's tall. He's like six foot seven in his daily life, yeah. but when he gives a speech, he's like three inches tall.
1: Right, right. Um, but like allegedly, when he gave speeches, it was actually very like it was a very calm, collected like points. He would be bringing up good points and um it wasn't something that was like grandiose cuz he that was very much not his personality yeah and he also suffered from clinical depression so like the war wasn't fucking easy for him to c- contend with he just knew as a lawyer that like his like he just knew from his experiences in law that like it was his job to see the country through
0: mhm um kind of so makes it more that. impressive that he hunted vampires
1: right i know like <laughs> holy shit maybe he didn't have depression maybe he was just like tired from hunting all them vampires
0: yeah i think yeah i think people were like hey why are you so tired all the time he's like oh i oh i can't tell them that. i'm i'm depressed i'm just depressed i i, I just have see no point to life and that's why i have these circles under my eyes please do right, not investigate exactly. further
1: have you seen like the before and after photos of Lincoln before the war and then after the war?
0: Yeah, dude, he aged he, he aged like, like Bill Clinton.
1: Yeah, it was like quick. It was real quick. Um dude,
0: it seems like every president except for except for Trump. All of the presidents that like actually did work, like aged horribly.
1: Have you seen Obama? Have you seen like he still looks good by yeah, the way. Yeah, he still looks he still good.
0: Looks- but he visibly aged,
1: right? And that was eight years. That was it.
0: Yeah, like he went into office looking like like thirty two, and he came out in his eighties. Right. Um.
1: Yeah. Did you see, Did you watch that video I sent you of Obama? I did. I did. That Isn't was great. it great? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Between that and the the video when he's talking about Trump's vineyards, and he's just like. He's talking about like this failed businessman has a couple vineyards. Has, has anybody tried that wine? I want to try that wine.
0: Look, I really don't like a lot of what Obama has done. Um, okay, I think the drone strikes alone are uh, not very forgivable. But he is such a good public speaker, and I wish. Yeah. Like I wish that we had like a president that is a good public speaker that didn't have Obama's policy record. Like, like, like someone with a better, like politics, you know, like a a better, better policy background and all that, but could also give a speech like Obama.
1: Right. Dude. I don't know. Like it, it goes into like pastor mode, like political pasture. And you're like, wow, this guy isn't just talking about policies to further some sort of point. He actually cares about me.
0: Yeah. It's a great illusion. Um. Yeah, it's a great illusion. Yeah. No. It's like with pastors, like some of them. Like I. I do not agree with a lot of what this guy says and does, but god damn can he deliver a speech?
1: Oh right. Well, I love Obama's like new like kind of slogan, which is like "Don't boo, vote." Right? Yeah. Because like he gets on stage and he go- talks about like, for instance, um, uh, fucking, wow. Now that I'm trying to think of his name, I forgot his name. Uh, the Georgia Republican senator. Oh, Herschel Walker. Walker. Yeah, and he go- he talks about Herschel Walker, and he hears people go boo, and he goes, "No, no, no, we've been through this. Don't boo. They can't hear you boo. They cannot hear you boo. They can't hear it. They can hear you vote, though." Yeah, right. And it's like, Mm-mm. yes, yes, love it, yeah. love it.
0: So anyway, um, that's all to say. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, best movie ever. Oh, best movie ever. I think. 100%. Okay, look, look. Last week, we reviewed Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ Vampire Hunter. Vampire Hunter, and I said that might be legitimately the worst movie ever, at least out yeah. of what we've reviewed here. Yeah, this might be the best movie ever.
1: This might, this I just, love this just the, might be the best movie. Like ever. they, they, they threaded the line between this. Is, we, we got it. It's obtuse, completely. Like. Mm-hmm. just give it don't look at it critically it's abraham lincoln vampire hunter we know what abraham lincoln was up to
0: yeah i like it that was it, not- it wasn't too like wink and a nod to the camera you know like right.
1: we know mary todd lincoln was not there on gettysburg yeah like
0: yeah it, it 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 doesn't do like the deadpool thing like it doesn't do like the postmodern like wink at the camera and be like look at this crazy situation like it just plays right. it straight and i love that
1: right yeah um and i I like how um it kind of shows i like to a certain extent it kind of shows how like political figures aren't aren't like only political figures they also are their own people and like i know it's like in an obtuse way that he was also a vampire hunter but like you can be of a certain profession and still go into politics and make your voice heard and be voted into office from your constituents right from your peers I think that's a cool point to push, even as obtuse as this movie is. Yeah. Um, I think it's a a good thing to to kind of show. Yeah. So yeah. next
0: week, uh, it's my turn to pick. Um so Violent Night came out a couple days ago yes. as of I want to see that. I do, I yeah. really want to watch it. Haley watched it with uh, some people that she uh writes a magazine with. And uh I I want to I want to talk about it with her. She she wanted to talk about it. And I was like, no spoilers, no spoilers, please. Mm-hmm. I I want to go in fresh. Um. So, next episode, Violent Night, starring Night. David Harbor and other people. Yes. Yeah. Looks like it's only in theaters at the moment. So sorry, um, to the listeners. But yeah, next week, Violent Night. I'm looking forward to it. And you want to get to recommendations? You know the- what?
1: Fuck it. Santa's president. Santa for president. Yeah. Name one bad thing Santa's done. I
0: mean the elves.
1: But they want to work with him. <laughs> Listen, They not wouldn't know what to if do th- with freedom. It's not slavery if they're not human. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> JK. JK. 100% with my entire heart. JK. Yeah.
0: I was also kind of hoping that like like it would tie in with twilight
1: because <laughs> like <laughs>
0: theoretically abraham lincoln vampire hunter could meet jasper from from the cullen family
1: yeah actually but like Jasper's kind of like i don't know how i feel about this war I, i'm just a farmer i <laughs> who occasionally likes slaughtering a person for their sweet and supple blood so
0: so he wouldn't be the character that we <laughs> present him as uh in i don't our, in think our they whiffs? would i don't i don't think they would but um I just, I would love to see like Abraham Lincoln and Jasper like eating dinner together and like both of them trying to hide that they are a vampire hunter and Vampires. a vampire respectively
1: and also right. arguing about the civil war. Right. Right. And then like a waiter comes in and he accidentally cuts himself and they're both like. Yeah. <laughs> like Jasper's like,
0: oh up. shit, that looks delicious. And Abraham. Oh shit. Fuck. Yo, what's this guy up to? <laughs> like but, we need to preserve the union and uh, end slavery even though Abraham Lincoln didn't really want to end slavery in particular. Um it was more of a it was more of a calculated move. Yeah. But yeah, in the movie though, he'd be like we got to yeah. end slavery and Jasper would be like well think of the economic consequences. Think of I the money that we, we would that. lose.
1: Think of the hearts that we would change.
0: Think about this uh we would have uh less
1: money uh, think about this more people would have more freedom
0: uh they wouldn't know what to do with that freedom we don't know that until we try uh we shouldn't try anything because it is difficult i'm a politician my job is to
1: do things that are difficult
0: i think i would like to go home
1: uh you cannot i'm actually gonna I, i'm gonna kill you now because you're a vampire was it that obvious <laughs> motherfucker your your fangs are hanging down to your chin since the fucking your fangs are hanging down to your chin since the fucking waiter cut his hand i know that you're a vampire anyway your face looks like porcelain anyway this was a weird sketch it was
0: (laughs) you know they Uh, can't all hit
1: no oh that was good motherfucker i like that god damn it it was
0: good I feel like the premise was think, better than the execution, but I, I think
1: my, like my bit where I'm just like giving clear, concise answers. Then also, you're a vampire, so. Yeah.
0: Well, think about this. If hypothetically the South was the Confederacy was made up of vampires, um, we we would need we would need a blood supply and. Uh, this this is the best way that we have of of having a co- consistent blood supply. I mean, if we were vampires. Okay.
1: Hey, listen, vampires, you guys have the right to exist. Okay. So how about this? We'll put a federal whatever together to do blood donations, and we'll say it's just for donations, but we'll give you some blood.
0: But we like the thrill of the hunt. You
1: see, that's where we come to an impasse. There.
0: Yeah. Anyway, recommendations yeah, anyway. of the week. Anyway, recommendation. <laughs> So uh I did share the show notes with you if you have anything write it down but uh I I I just I just have a couple. So uh I've been talking about this but I, you know physical media it's good. Um and I haven't talked about you know the exact details of it in a while but uh, you know, a Plex server is a good thing to have if you collect a lot of physical media because it brings the convenience of streaming and like the security of owning stuff uh, together into 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 one thing. And that is actually how we both watched this week's movie because In I bought fact, the Blu-ray at a secondhand store and I put it on Jonathan' my Plex server. Yes, and uh, I, I use uh, a thing called Make MKV. Uh, to get data off of a disc, uh, either a DVD or a Blu-ray, you do have to buy a Blu-ray drive if you want to rip Blu-rays, but DVDs it's pretty simple and easy if you like already have a collection so you right. use MakeMKV, it gets a large MKV file and then you use a program called Handbrake to like, you know, get it, you know, compressed down to an MP4, which is a lot smaller, but you don't right. lose a lot of quality and then you just set up Plex on like whatever computer you already have or if you have a NAS then you can do it on that but yeah if you're interested look up tutorials because it's a great thing to have and the the barrier of entry is pretty low and uh, you know to go along with that you know there's going to be a lot of holiday deals so if you are looking to collect stuff Amazon you know sites like that are going to have holiday deals coming up they had some decent Black Friday stuff so Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, if you want, that's, just, that's what I do, and it's, it's pretty That's what good.
1: we do. And you know, like, even from a person who, who doesn't contri- contribute any movies to the thing, um, it you know, for us to like run this show, it's been a very good thing because we have to jump between sometimes like different streaming services. Yeah, and Alex, you've been super awesome with like giving me passwords and access to two streaming services so that I can part- participate in this show. Uh, Even though sometimes I don't even watch the movie, which (laughs) fucking off me. (laughs) By the way, no excuse there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, and I Um, well. By the
0: way, I didn't explicitly say it, um, but I did allude to it in in my little piece there. But yeah, you can share your library with other people, just as long as you have remote access set up, which is just a simple matter of setting up the port forwarding. Which, if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's pretty simple. uh, You know, Mm -hmm. depending on what router you have. But yeah, you can like share your library with other users.
1: Right. And it, it makes it, it just works for us because sometimes if a streaming service doesn't, um, like, if, if I don't have a streaming service that Alex has or vice versa, um, one of us can just get a DVD, put it yeah. up on Plex. Yeah. Well, a lot of stuff you, just isn't on
0: it. any streaming service.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Or it's on um, something
0: that neither of us have.
1: Exactly. And something that is like clearly just money grubbing or a little, just a little bit like a little scammy it's been a little scammy. Yeah. Um and Plex is just a great way for us to to coordinate movies and to share movies um so we can bring this amazing content to you viewers, yeah, our listeners.
0: And this this was a bigger deal before I moved. I used to live in a very rural area and internet access was uh it was very sparse and we had like very limited internet access at my house. Right. So right. this was a way to like stream movies um you know not have to like deal with the whole you know the whole trouble of setting up a dvd player and all that like like, it it is it is streaming uh but it's stuff that you own um but it didn't use like our limited internet data Mm -hmm. so you know because it's all over the local network so that's just another thing to think about precisely so anyway my other recommendation i bought uh, a new sweater it's not the one that I'm wearing, um, but it is uh, one that was on lttstore.com, the Linus Tech Tips merch store, and um, I. It was the first like thing that I have bought from them, and like I've heard, like it's good quality. They make good stuff, but now I can say firsthand, at least you know the sweater that I bought. It was the the crew neck sweater, which is now discontinued. I got it on clearance sale. Um, but I can say that at least that specific product is good. It's high quality. It's worth the money. It's very mm-hmm. like very warm. It has pockets, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just good. So if you were thinking about buying something from them, uh, from my limited
1: experience, it seems to be as
0: good as it seems.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I have a recommendation as well. Yeah, uh, this is kind of built on a, a situation I'm I'm going through uh, with. Uh, like school administration and stuff. I won't get into details, but if you are a part of a school or a part of an organization, uh just do research on your support organizations. Have it be a uh association or a a union. Um and you know, just just make sure you know who's around you to to affect change and to affect support. Um because you never know um when you're going to need it yeah, and yeah yeah Um, like I I know you're
0: involved in student government and you've talked about that and I won't go into detail but there are just we'll say there are things happening vague things Mm -hmm. and some people don't like it and you're kind of gathering um, like organizing you know their their thoughts and opinions Mm -hmm. in a way to affect
1: uh, legally changed. i'm uh, legally, legally make I, 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 like, this may I, is through I, like within was in the con- within the confines and rules of the university i'm gathering um information so yeah. um i just wanted to point that out but also just make sure you um you know even if there's nothing going on um you know make sure you're just aware of of the uh, you know the organizations and the groups and uh the people who are out there who want to help you because there are certain things, as a matter of principle, that you deserve to have, mm-hmm. and there are people who feel like-minded, and you don't have to be caught up in apathy about it. You don't have to just say, well, nothing can happen. Yeah. Right? Um, you can reach out to the people who are there to advocate for you and affect the change you want to see. So, I, I'll get off my soapbox now, but that's yes. yeah, that's my one-two punch on that one.
0: Yeah, just generally speaking, um, organizing is a good way to get things done that you want to get done. And, you know, when it comes to some issues, uh, you know, especially like political issues, if you if your side doesn't get organized, the other side will like there well, is well,
1: especially when it's like a David versus Goliath situation. Yeah, um, especially when some organizations you might be contending with um, have corporate lawyers. They have corporate lawyers who look through the contracts you may have signed or have looked through um, all the different rules that you have to obey and have the ability and resources to um, put you in a, in a corner, right? Um, you don't have to just sit down and take it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a good message. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we have only gone for... About an hour and ten minutes. It's a All pretty right. good. It's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty crisp episode. Yeah. I guess maybe we could have covered the rail strike. Oh well, too bad we didn't. Too bad we gave you no as- information or opinions on it.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could just start now and then cut it in. Nah. Or would that be too janky? Nah. Uh, it's.
0: Yeah. It's not that I couldn't do it. It's just I do not want to.
1: That is a fair statement as well. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, I will I will I will recommend I've talked about this before, but going to live events uh, for me, live comedy, but it could be live music, live anything. It's just good and fun and it makes your life better. Um, I started doing comedy again. I went to well, I mean, I've done one thing uh, recently. I went to an open mic. It was at a co-op house, which if you know co-op houses, it's it's a it's an it's an alternative form of 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 funding your living situation instead of renting from a landlord you become part of a, uh, a cooperative group and everything right. that you pay in is actually just going towards funding the existence of that place so that's an exactly. aside that's a, a side thing but yeah so I, I went to an open mic at a co-op house and it was good I had a good time and if you are in a similar situation to me where you used to go out and do stuff like that fucking do it again
1: mm-hmm. it's good and that's what I've been. Amen. That's what I've been dealing with. Amen. Amen. And I want to also say, like, super proud of you, man, to go out and 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 do comedy again. And it's one thing to do it on a show where you're not sure how people will like react after you say it. Yeah. Versus like going out in front of people and saying stuff that you think they'll like. and Yeah. You think will give them a huck. Right. Like, I think that's incredibly impressive. So round of applause for you
0: yeah well you know doing stuff here it's very like low risk low reward like we could we could do a, a pretty phenomenal sketch but we won't know if people like it like right you know theoretically we could see a number of, of thumbs up but you know what a fucking whatever we don't get immediate yeah. feedback um mm-hmm. but also we won't get booed so that's
1: and even if you do that can be good
0: information yeah no it is either way it is it, good to know right. but it is scary you know mm-hmm. doing stuff live is higher risk but it's also higher reward exactly and just like on like I, I i will not pretend that I'm i'm just out here trying to make people laugh like no i'm trying to boost serotonin in my brain i'm trying to make right. myself feel better this is about me okay yeah i'm not some altruistic person just trying to spread positivity in the world no this is for me this mm-hmm. is about myself but also exactly. yeah it's a good way to make friends it's a good way to feel better about yourself if you're good if you're not good and if you kind want of to story. i guess it's a
1: good way to make enemies too but it is it is sure an incredibly out. great way to make enemies from um, what i've heard i don't know who's out to do that but like yeah I, I guess
0: you could do that too yeah i mean there's there's like a surprising amount of like politics going on like office mm-hmm. politics, you know, with the, yeah. the comedy scene, like there's, you know, certain bookers that don't like certain comedians and certain comedians that don't like other comedians and, you know, certain clubs that are like, oh, fuck that place. Um, right. Yeah. If, if you want, like, so if, if you, like, happen to be in the Detroit, Ann Arbor area or, like, in Michigan generally and you're interested mm-hmm. in comedy... Or if I guess if you're just curious about the Michigan comedy scene, Carl Johnson has a good podcast where he talks to Michigan comedians and it's been going for like uh, since like early 2021, I think. And he's talked to some great people, great comedians, and it's like actually a good show. Like I like it outside of just, you know, talking to people that I see in town. Like, it's just good. They have good conversations and it's a good way. Like, if you are interested, if you happen to be interested in the Michigan comedy scene, specifically like Detroit, Ann Arbor, um, he has talked to a couple of, I know he talked to Matt Zerilli, who um, basically just runs the northern Michigan comedy scene. But, yeah, he's talked to people from all over the state. I think he's talked to a couple people from, like, L.A., but it's, yeah, it's just good stuff. So it's called Maybe Some Other Time. It's by Carl Johnson. Um yeah. He has seventy seven episodes so far. That's awesome. Yeah. And if I make it far enough, perhaps I will be on one someday. One
1: of these days. One of these I believe in you. Yeah. And if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. Yeah, can you
0: actually uh can you uh can you train your snipers on a uh, on Carl Johnson?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I can you do
0: that. can you threaten a man's life for me?
1: Tell you what, I'll I'll just like get some nukes together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna confront him in a dark alley with a knife, but I think, think that's a lot cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a little less personal, but yeah. right, right, exactly. Anyway, you think that's the show then. I believe so. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of What to you. Say. If you liked it, then like it. If you subscribe, then subscribe. And if you comment. It better be nice. Uh, If you liked something, then say it. If not, fuck you. Uh, If If something
1: turns you on in this, let us know. Yeah.
0: No, let us know what's working for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're not here to kink shame. We're just taking notes. Yeah, no, we're purely gathering data. Exactly. We're like
0: Facebook, but not evil. Yeah. We're like Google. If they kept their uh, mantra of don't be evil. By exactly. the way, they got rid of that. Kind of fucked up, isn't it?
1: Yeah, a little fucked a little
0: up. Bit. I mean, it didn't hold. It wasn't legally binding, but the fact that they felt the need to get rid of it. <laughs> a little sus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Follow me
1: on social media. Don't follow Gavin anywhere. Don't follow me. Uh, it's Don't quite do it. unwise. He doesn't like it. But if you it, want to follow, I, you someone, know, follow me. I probably wouldn't even notice it either because my yeah. Instagram is you, derelict. You and... mean nothing to him. Yeah. You no. You nothing. Get out of my life. Get yeah, out of my get life. away, unless unwashed I can do masses. For you. Come on, guys. Yeah, come on. Knock on my door
0: all hours of the night. <laughs> leave us a review on PodChaser. That's like an IMDb type set for podcasts. If you if you want to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple, that is greatly appreciated. Again, it does have to be positive because we do have very fragile egos.
1: And I have feelings. Don't make me cry. Yeah, don't don't make either of us cry. It's it's what the hell, man. It just isn't nice. Like. It doesn't feel good. I mean, sometimes it feels good to cry to get emotions out, which yeah, actually then yeah, make us cry. But like, well, s- don't give us a reason is- to cry. Well, like it give me the ability because sometimes it's hard to get the, the waterworks going. So like, give me the ability to cry well, and then let me work out everything else through that. It's nice to have the
0: option, but like, I don't want to like be in the position to need to cry. Exactly. Especially in front of people. Yeah, so anyway, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications, turn on automatic downloads. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's leave. Surprisingly few sound pads this episode.
1: Right.